0: Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Wednesday, January 17th, and today I'm going to be talking a little bit, just taking a a teeny tiny fraction of the Mom Strong International Bible Study for last week, and I'm going to I'm going to um Go a little bit further on this topic of christian liberty and responsibility because i think it's something that we need to be talking about as christians in the church uh today so stick around i think you're going to be encouraged all right hey i am really excited about uh what is going on over here at the podcast getting a lot of great feedback from uh, the episode i did on monday about homeschooling i hope that you are encouraged by what you are hearing here at the podcast. If you're encouraged by what you're hearing, we would be encouraged to hear from you. You can email us, podcast at thebusymom.com. If you have a show idea, or if you have a question you would like answered over at Mailbox Monday, we'd love to hear from you. Also, we would love it if you have show guest ideas. So, speaking of guests, I have a brand new guest coming on the show this Friday. My friend Edie Wadsworth is gonna come on and talk about her book, And I know you guys are going to be really encouraged. I read her book, um, cried through most of it. She has a story of healing and hope. And uh, I hope you guys tune in on Friday. Also, if you haven't left a review uh, for the podcast yet, please do that. And you can do it over at iTunes. And we'd love it if you would share this podcast with your friends. One more thing before I jump into uh, John chapter 2. Today, and that is, I am going to be headed to MomStrong for the MomStrong Conference in Dayton, Ohio in just a couple of weeks, and we are getting close to selling that event out. So if you're interested in coming, we cannot wait to see you. We're gonna have a great weekend. Uh, My entire team is coming for that particular event, as well as several of my friends from Tyndale. So come on out February 2nd and 3rd in Dayton, Ohio. I'll link back to it in the show notes today but we'd love to see you and also uh ticket sales are getting ready to uh they're going to be out of the early bird price for the Lakeland Florida event that's coming up on the 16th and 17th of uh February. So uh this uh this is going to be a great month. I'm super excited about it and cannot wait to see you. God is doing something really exciting. Uh, in the lives of the women that I get to speak to all over the country every year. And the main thing that I see him doing is bringing us back to a place of resting in the authority and the teaching and the word of God, and that is getting into the Bible. And the Lord has so much for you. And I keep saying this on the podcast, and I'm gonna just say it as long as the Lord gives me breath. God has so much more for you than the world would like you to believe. God has healing for you, he has restoration. Some of you have come from broken homes and broken marriages and uh, are in need of healing in your own lives, and that healing has been made available to you through the blood of Jesus. And I wanna point you always back to the word of God. So the more we begin to uh, get into the word of God and the more we lean on him for, Every aspect of our lives, from our parenting to our marriages to our finances to our health, God has something to say about our lives. His word is relevant. And today I'm going to take you uh, back to John chapter 2. So this is from Momstrong International. So uh, if you're not a member of Momstrong International yet, I want to encourage you to do that. We have over 4,000 of you now. Um, who have been doing the scripture writing with us, and a bunch of you have uh, joined me in the weekly Bible studies there. And so, uh, I'm doing special videos for you. I'll be hopping on to the forums over at MomStrong International from time to time. But I really want to encourage you to build uh, uh, in yourself a desire to really be in the Word, and it's a discipline. It takes time, and it takes uh, it. It takes a commitment, but I wanna just tell you, it's worth it. So in, in John chapter two, we talked about this last week, the Bible study and a little bit on the podcast, uh, we see Jesus performing a miracle at a wedding in Cana, which is, this is the first of of many miracles that Jesus was gonna perform. And in John chapter two, we read that Jesus saved the best wine for last, And the gospel of John kind of gives us a a brief description of the first miracle that's been performed by Jesus, which was changing the water into wine. But I want you to keep in mind, and I I believe I said this last Wednesday on the podcast, this was not a Christian wedding. Um, uh, For one thing, no one believed in Jesus yet, including his own brothers, and we read that in John chapter 7. Uh, this was one of, This was the first of many miracles that Jesus would perform when he walked on the earth, sort of a, um, a precursor to what he was capable of doing, sort of an opening act, if you will. But I I want to just I'm going to camp on something today that really doesn't have anything to do with John chapter two, other than the fact that the word uh, wine is mentioned. <laughs> and so I know because I've been in the church my whole life, and I travel and speak to uh, Christian women around the country that alcohol is a huge issue in the church, and we see it we see uh, we see it in every. Um, variable in terms of how Christians treat it. And more often than not, I would say, um, in my neck of the woods, we're treating it with so much liberty that we've forgotten that God asked us to live a life of holiness. And in other parts of the country I travel, and if you have a glass of wine, you've somehow committed you know, the, um, the unpardonable sin. And so we're gonna talk about this today because it's one of the most disputed topics among Christians today. And alcohol is definitely... A hot topic, and it even causes division among believers. So, what are we supposed to do? Well, as always, we want to start with what we know to be true based on the Word of God. And I want to just encourage you today because this isn't about what you do and don't do, this is about are we listening to God, Spirit, are we listening to the Holy Spirit? Are we engaging with Him? Are we, uh, are we walking with Him in every area of our lives? Because if we don't, then we start to believe that we are, we're simply justified by the things that we do or we don't do. And I spoke about this in New Jersey, and I'll do it again uh, coming up in Dayton. Cannot wait to see you guys in Dayton. Uh, but I spoke about it because I think it's so important for us to to for our own uh lives and our own personal lives in the quietness of our heart to be walking in right relationship with god and the only way that we do that is by getting on our knees with him every day and just saying lord we need you we need your wisdom we need your discernment we need to know what it is that you want us to do so that we can be ambassadors for you and apart from that uh we're we're gonna struggle if we don't do that, we're going to find ourselves in a in a heap of trouble, and we certainly see that that's true. And so, I took uh, the time in uh, over at Bombstrong International to kind of uh, shift your attention away from John two and over to Romans fourteen, where uh, the apostle Paul is talking about not passing judgment on one another. Now, this is a whole other. I don't have time today to go into it, but we've talked about uh, wise judgment. You know, We keep hearing people say, don't judge, don't judge. Well, that's actually not the heart of God at all. We, we use uh, judgment every day uh, in our country. We use it in our court systems. We need to have wise judgment. What the Apostle Paul is saying is uh, we need to also use judgment that's based on God's spirit. So he starts out in Romans 14, uh, verse one, and he says, as for one who is weak in the faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. Moment of silence. How often do we find ourselves in the church today arguing over things which carry with them no eternal significance? So that's really what the Apostle Paul is addressing here. He goes on to say in verse two, one person believes, he's using an example here, one person believes he may eat anything while the weak person eats only vegetables. one person esteems one day as better than another while another person esteems all the days of life now he's talking about people that uh that that esteem for example the Sabbath right and we've got people say that's not right and we honor the Sabbath and oh that's so Old Testament and 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 Paul saying, cut it out, stop arguing about this. One person esteems one day is better than another while another esteems all the days the same. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in an honor of the Lord since he gives thanks to God, while the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. For this is important, verse seven, for none of us lives to himself and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are all the Lord's. For for to this end, Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and the living. So why do you pass judgment on your brother? Or you, why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment of God. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue confess to God. So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. So Paul's saying, listen, dude, you're responsible for you. So we're talking about disputable matters. We're not talking about matters of, we're not talking about salvation. Notice he didn't say, some people believe that Jesus is the only way to God. And some people believe that there are lots of ways to God, but who are you to judge your brother? He doesn't say that. He's talking about areas of our lives in which God has given us uh, the liberty to come before him and say, Lord, what do you want me to do in this situation? And I think it plays, obviously alcohol is just one aspect of a disputable matter, areas where we have uh, personal, personal freedom. But what we wanna do is start off with what we know to be true that's based on God's word. And I wanna just encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit to open your heart as you read for yourself, Romans chapter 14, because Romans 14 has a lot to say about Christian liberty and responsibility. And he's talking about, uh, he he goes to great into great length to talk about dispute, disputable matters, really saying, can you please care about your brother? And I think often that's the mistake we made, right? We care about ourselves, but we don't necessarily care about our brother. We're so quick to say, well, you know, I'm better than you are because... I worship on Sunday and you worship on Saturday or whatever it is. In verse 13, he says, therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. I know and am persuaded in the Lord that nothing is unclean in itself, but is clean for anyone, but it is unclean for anyone who thinks it is unclean. For if your brother is grieved by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. By what you eat, do not destroy the one for whom Christ died. So you see what he's saying right here? He's saying, if you are having that glass of wine in front of someone who really truly in their heart is just like, dude, that's lame, don't do that. Then Paul is saying, don't drink in front of them. Don't do that. Don't use your liberty as an excuse to cause another brother or another sister to stumble. These are disputable matters. So what is a disputable matter? A disputable matter is anything which God does not explicitly condemn in his word. So something like alcohol can fall under the category of Christian liberty um, because it's determined by an individual based on the conviction of the heart. So not everyone is going to agree on what God's word clearly condemns in this area and what it doesn't. That's why these topics are so difficult to navigate. And that's why we need to rely on the Holy Spirit to make sure that our hearts are set on one thing, that we uh we we live to please the Lord alone that was the beginning of of Romans 14 and that we also take into consideration our brother. And that's what Paul is saying he's saying listen if your brother's grieved by what you what you eat or what you drink and you're doing it anyway and you know he's grieved you're no longer walking in love. And God instructs us over and over again to walk in love. Listen to verse 18. Whoever thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. So then, let us pursue what makes for peace and mutual upbuilding. Verse 20 Do not for the sake of food destroy the work of God. Everything is indeed clean, but it is wrong for anyone to make another stumble by what he eats, or I would add, or what he drinks. It is not good to eat meat or drink wine or do anything that causes your brother to stumble. The faith that you have, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who has no reason to pass judgment on himself for what he approves. But whoever has doubts is condemned if he eats because he is eating not from faith. For whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. Now, it's important for us to remember, because like I said, and some of you guys are gonna email me and you're gonna be mad, Uh I'm, the issue here, and we're talking about alcohol, right? Because it's a disputable matter. So, uh, and and I know, I mean, whether or not a Christian can consume alcohol falls under the category of of disputable matters. I know Christians, really wonderful people who walk with God, who have different uh, takes on this. And I'm gonna ask you today, if you can think of something else that's a disputable matter. I can think of three right off the top of my head. I'll tell you what, abortion, not one of them this is not a disputable matter. This is a matter that is clearly lined out for us in God's word. We know that God says, do not take an innocent life. Thou shalt not commit murder, right? Adultery, not a disputable matter. We're talking about things again that uh, Christians can disagree on and still walk with one another in, uh, in love for the building up of the body of Christ, all right? So maybe some of these matters have affected your friendships or even caused a a rift in your church. So I want you to keep in mind, again, we're not talking about the things that are specifically addressed in scripture. We're talking about matters of personal conviction. And women, listen, we need to be hearing from God all the time. If we're going to navigate this life in a way that pleases him and i'm going to end the podcast today by just reminding you again To keep this in mind. We are in a very real spiritual war And the enemy knows full well these areas uh, Exist and he is going to use them as a stumbling block Even as we endeavor to become strong in the lord together even as we endeavor to become mom strong and so what we want to do is purpose to seek the Holy Spirit so that we can walk in right relationship with God and model what lordship looks like for our children and for anyone else who is watching. And that's why the issue of alcohol is so tender, because I I told you before, uh, this is about us caring. I mean, do we care or do we not care about other brothers and sisters who might be watching? Uh, us and what is our example saying and so we know for absolute certainty that drunkenness is a sin right and so i've talked about this before we talked about it in new jersey so if if you feel like you know what i have i can have wine with my dinner know when to say no now we we cross over into an area that should be governed by the fruit of the spirit which is self-control and if we can't have self-control we're sinning And so the Apostle Paul is saying, look to your own life and be careful about your other brothers and sisters in Christ. Don't cause them to stumble. In other words, we need to accept other believers who are weak in faith. Don't argue with them about what they think is right or wrong because it's not encouraging to anyone. For instance, there's gonna be one person who believes it's all right to eat anything. Another person gonna have a sensitive conscience and is only gonna eat vegetables. I have friends that fall uh, under that category. And those who feel free to eat anything Must not look down on those who don't. And so we are, the Bible's saying we are, we should not uh, condemn someone else's uh, point of view simply because we have a different point of view. And so I want to just encourage you as you continue to walk out this life uh, before your children and before the Lord, and and you engage in an activity that falls um, in the category of disputable matters. Like some people will say, well, And we've talked about you know worship on certain days of the week, whether or not you you can be a vegetarian, (laughs) or if you eat meat, whether or not you can have alcohol, birth control. Wow, that's another big hot topic. Um, I want the 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 thing that the Apostle Paul is telling us that we should be doing is saying, Lord, is this thing that we have engaged in um, pleasing to you? Are we doing this as unto the Lord, and will this activity? Stand at the judgment seat of christ and the and honestly well, the next question is of course am I causing somebody else to stumble? Um, Am I walking in obedience to the holy spirit and into his prodding in my life and the final question? um, And now uh, I would just encourage you, you know uh, Go to first corinthians. I mean chapters 5 and 6 uh, chapter 8, uh, you know verses 11 Uh, Actually just first corinthians um, 8 to 11 um the final question is am I pleasing myself or am I pleasing others? What is my what is my goal? Our goal always should be to be ambassadors for the Lord. And so if you're at a restaurant or you have friends over for dinner and you have a check in your spirit and the Holy Spirit says, Don't have alcohol, don't have, don't have a glass of wine tonight, or whatever. Listen to the Holy Spirit. We want to be led by the Holy Spirit so that no one can say anything, uh, anything about us that would malign the work in person of the Lord Jesus. And really that's what it comes down to. We are ambassadors for Christ. So um I know these are these are kind of they can be touchy topics to navigate, but we need to navigate them. They can be touchy topics to talk about, but we need to talk about them why? So that we can grow in grace and grow in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And that really is a goal at the end of the day. So I hope you guys have been encouraged. We are taking this and many other topics even deeper over at Momstrong International and uh, you guys can subscribe for a month at a time. For I think the beta pricing right now is something in the neighborhood of five ninety five a month, and we've got several hundred of you doing that. And or you can uh, go ahead and just purchase the whole year and get a discount on the on that. And like I said, while we continue to sort of work through the bugs in the system, I know some of you have had some difficulty. Um, with the payment working and that kind of thing. Uh, During this sort of beta season for the uh, six weeks, so the first six weeks of MomStrong International, the price is a little bit lower, it will go up. Um, just a little bit, uh, as soon as we get it worked out. So uh, bear with us. Thank you so much for your patience. I would love to hear what you think of the study. I think you guys are going to love it. It has It's uh, beautifully laid out. The illustrations are beautiful. We take time in those studies to talk to you about how you can talk to your teens, how you can engage your teens. Um, uh, conversation prompts for those of you who have little ones. Uh, we, t- we spend a little bit of time every week uh, teaching you how to pray God's word. There is power, men and women, in the word of God. And my husband and I have been going around the country for 10 years uh, telling people that. And it remains uh, a key focal point of what God's asked us to do. And we hope it is an encouragement to you. So thanks for listening, everybody. Please uh, leave us a review over at iTunes or give me a shout out, podcast at thebusymom.com. And I will see you back here on Friday with my friend, Edie Wadsworth. You're not gonna wanna miss it. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.